I got uh, my brother, my partner in crime, David Shans. Yo. Mr. Sleep is for suckers Yo, in man. the building. Yo, you know what we did? We hmm. took $400,000 and took it, put it into a business. <laughs> A building, a building, which we need another million dollars to build out. You don't see me sweat, mm -hmm. but I be sweating. But I be sweating. <laughs> be a little moist in the pits. Uh, huge companies go bankrupt. Mm -hmm. Multi-billion dollar companies. So you think like my multi-million dollar company is not at risk? I understand that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't got a front for nobody. There are things that are happening in the background that you know absolutely nothing about. Do not let these gurus fool you into thinking that you always have to be striving for more. Everybody's not built like that. Somehow it always ends up on me and my dating life. Uh, hold on, is this full transparency? This or is like full transparency? transparency. This oh is full transparency. God. And when I, this man is fine. You hear, I was like, <laughs> yes, God, yes. Ooh. You're even more powerful because you're untouchable. Bodies, little thoughts running around in the streets. Little thotty bodies little out here. Little thotty bodies. <laughs> All right, check it, check mm. it, check it, check it. Uh, Woke up this morning, then Trap kind of dressed me. Dressed me. Look at the flow. It fits real good on me. Wall Street looks like us. When? It looks like us. Now. It looks like us. Now. Look, I got to the studio to record. I wanted to put a flow. <sighs> I give up. I didn't do good today. You wanted to put a flow down. On the flow. Sure. Flow and flow, kind of like the same thing. So we out here about to record this pod. So I'm just going to rap and I'm going to nod. Stop really flowing. I'm going to keep going. Business is the thing that we both knowing. Mm. And we keep going and we keep growing. Oh, Money in the bank. Yeah, kind of stank. Dirty money. Dirty. Funny. Filthy. We just out here getting, getting money, getting, getting money. There it is. There we go. Mm. Welcome to another episode. I'm sorry. I'm much better at rapping about crack cocaine. Let me women. hear it. Well, I don't remember because when I was younger, I used to be a rapper, but it was rap about a brick about right how now. Much, how much cocaine I was selling. I was, put, it was coming through on boats. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's what I would rap about. And then it's like shooting people. Wait, because I don't want my episode to get banned, shadow banned no, on I'm YouTube. No, I just saying that's what I used to rap that's about. What you, that's what you used to rap about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, was yeah. moving the work. Yeah, original cat. Original cat. You had the you had the lab at the house oh, right. in the kitchen so, whipping work. I did nothing of the such. Nothing of the sort. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Full Transparency with Donnie Wiggins, where I give you a fly on the wall perspective of all things entrepreneurship and the entrepreneurs who are doing the entrepreneuring. Um, as you guys have already seen, I got uh, my brother, my partner in crime, David Shans. Nope. Mr. Sleep is for suckers Yowch. in the building. What's going on? Uh, everything is going on, man. Beautiful day, beautiful year, beautiful life we're building here. Mm, beautiful yes. life. Tell me, man. that was the flow. Was that it? was the bar. Beautiful day, beautiful Is year, beautiful life we're building here. Oh yeah, I'm still in the, I'm still in the flow right now. Still because this is what you do yeah, when yeah, this yeah, is yeah, when yeah, when yeah, you're absolutely. all in, you're all in. Yeah, hundred percent for sure. What's beautiful about your life? Man, I have so much to be thankful for and grateful for. It's incredible, man. Going home to three beautiful children mm. who love everything about me. Mm. Well, Corey, not so much. 
She's 13, so she loves other stuff. She likes me, I think. Mm-hmm. She, she, she loves me, but um, just three beautiful children, a beautiful wife. Mm-hmm. I have a business. I get to uh, pay people. Mm-hmm. It feels really, really good for me. Um, I have some friends that I know are genuinely my friends, not for what I can do for them, but uh, just for who they are and who I am and our relationship. I get so many amazing things I can be thankful for. Mm, so many amazing things. I am in a state um, of, I'm always in a state of gratitude, but I find myself when I'm speaking my gratitude statements or even when I'm praying, like I'm not even asking for much right now, more than I just am expressing gratitude. Like I literally thank God for the ability to live this life. I thank him for the ability to live this life. I also thank him for the responsibilities. Mm -hmm. I still feel like I have the weight of the world on my shoulders in terms of things that I'm responsible for, but I'm grateful because even though I am carrying the weight and it's a heavy weight to carry, I'm able to carry it. I'm able to walk straight up with that weight on my shoulders. Yeah. You know, some people that are looking at you saying, what weight? Mm. She's got money. She's pretty. She's got people who love her, all that kind of stuff. And they're from a perspective who don't, they may not have all the stuff that you have. So they're like, what could she possibly be carrying on her shoulders. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This person is going through whatever they're going through. Yeah. But they're looking at you like there's no way she's going through it. All the time. All the time. And the the crazy part is the things that we go through are not so different mm-hmm. from each other. Like uh, people who don't have all the money. Like, yes, I have access to money, but I have access to money in exchange for the hard work that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just talking to someone else on a different podcast I was being interviewed on and saying, like, it might look like I have all these things, but the the amount, the hours of sleep that I've been willing to risk, I'm starting to get back to needing my sleep now. But the, the sleepless nights that I've had, the stress that I've had, the losing of personal things that I've had, to, like I've literally had to sell things just to be able to survive, to make this dream, you know, a thing and to have longevity here. Um, the guilt that I feel sometimes about uh, making sure I'm reaching certain touch points with everybody who's important to me, the guilt that I feel for not being able to show up to every little thing, like those things really weigh on you because it's not just an internal guilt. Sometimes you really get a harsher level of judgment. People feel like, oh, you're successful and it should open you up to so many other things when really success blocks you from a lot of the fun that you wish you could be having, right? Um, Everybody knows or should know if you're just coming uh, onto the podcast, like, I am in my season of uh, desiring love at a high level, you know, now. Um, I've been single for a little over a year at this point, a little more than a year at this point, and I am ready to entertain that part of my life right now. So balancing those things and then also, like, my real responsibilities. I'm responsible for four mortgages, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm responsible for four mortgages and three car payments and all these utilities and all of it. Like there's my daughter graduated college last year and I was like, Oh, thank God. Because we paid that out of pocket. I'm like, as soon as she graduates, like I am done. Mm. But you find that when they graduate or when one expense is done, you just pick up another one. Yeah. It's like your budget never says, oh, now we've got all this extra money to just save. So while I have a lot coming in, which is true, I have a tremendous amount going out. Yeah. People don't want 
they people don't want what comes with the thing that they want mm-hmm. and it might look at you and say yo she's successful but like you said you're desiring a mate mm-hmm. they can't imagine how hard that is yeah to wonder are you dating me because you seen me on a podcast or um, are you, what do you want from me? Mm-hmm. Am I a status symbol for you? Mm-hmm. And the life, the life that I've created for myself, meaning you, you got to find somebody that's okay with that. And they can't imagine, even if they're not as successful as you, yeah. what it's like mm-hmm. to like somebody or have a good person, but they're insecure about who I am. It's like, mm-hmm. yo, I can't win for losing. Can't and win. if somebody has what I have, then you got to deal with all the stuff that comes with that. People don't want what comes with what they think you they don't want. want com- Listen, never in my life um, did I imagine being in a position where I had to think about like growing up as an attractive girl. You always have to th- or as a woman, period, as a girl, period, you always have to think about, is he just interested in me, you know, for sex? Right. Mm. But never in a million years did I think that somebody would legit would be interested in me could be interested in me just because of what I do right so for example I was out with my homegirl Maya at Whiskey Mistress a couple of weeks ago we went it was my birthday um and there were some other birthday events going on so we went to Whiskey Mistress I haven't been to a club in I don't know how long years I'm maybe. waiting to see what story you're about to tell okay so is this what we talked about no, but I can tell that story. Uh, I really? can. We got stories. Scrap. Ooh, uh, uh, hold on. Is this full transparency? This or is like full partial transparency? transparency. This oh is full transparency. God. So I got a couple. But when we talk about just like dating. So for the record, I don't think there is any shortage of good men. And I also don't think that there is a shortage on good women. I meet great people all the time. My, you know, my availability when I was meeting these guys, I was in a relationship. So I wasn't available. And then my capacity meaning healing from that relationship, getting a grasp on just living my life. It just wasn't there. Now it is. I meet this guy and um, he's cool. You know, I meet this guy and he's cool and we hit it off like instantly hit it off Mm. that night instantly. The very next day he takes me on a date Mm. and we go on this date. We have an amazing time, right? Later that day, we went on a lunch date. Later that, okay, so we go on this lunch date and we go to a restaurant um, and as we're eating, one of the servers, not our server, one of the server comes over and he's like, hey, are you, are you, um, you got that podcast? No, 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 no. He says, are you, um, you, you, you work with that guy? Um, are you, are you Donnie Wiggins? You work with that guy, Dave, right? And I was like, yeah, that's me. And he's like, oh my God, I love everything that you guys do, blah, blah, blah. Mind you, I'm on a date. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, okay. I was just like, okay, thank you. Now, the guy had no idea what I do. I tell everybody I'm a business coach. They don't really ever know what that means. So he says nothing. It doesn't affect anything. So we just move on, right? So we're continuing to go throughout the date, and we're still at the same place. And when we go outside to get my car, they they always keep my car parked right outside. Mm -hmm. And so his car was parked like across the street. My car was right outside. When I come outside, they're like, oh, Miss Wiggins, we got you right here. I'll pull you. You want us to pull you up or you want? And I was like, oh, I could just walk to my car. And he looked like, how you get your car to stay up here? <laughs> I don't acknowledge it. 
Hey, hey, are you a service-based entrepreneur that helps your clients or customers get some type of result, but you're struggling to post and communicate your message on social media? You don't know how to type a caption that connects and gets people's attention and converts them from just someone who's following you on social to becoming your customer or your client? Great news is that's my superpower. So I'm sending you three text messages every single day, excluding major holidays, directly to your phone of exactly what you need to post to get people to buy and convert them into clients and customers. All you have to do is join my program, Post to Paid, and you can do so by texting the words Post to Paid to 404-737-2767. And the best news is just $37 a month. So hurry up, send me the text. I'm looking for it now. Later that day, he sends me a text. He's like, you know what? I really enjoyed our date. Can we get together again this evening? Sure. I already ate dinner. Let's go have dessert, oh, right? Double, double date? Double date in one in day. one day. Hmm, that's an experience. So we meet again, and we go on this second date. And the, our server brings us our water, whatever we order, and then she just keeps walking back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And I don't know what's going on. I don't know if she's trying to signal me or what. I'm like, is everything okay? She's like, I've seen you somewhere before. <laughs> you lit. She's like, I've seen you somewhere before. And I said, you have? And she said, yeah. I said, I don't know where. Like, I never volunteered the information, yeah. but especially on a date. For sure. So she's like, I'm going to think about it. She leaves. She comes back. And she's like, are you famous? And I said, no, I'm not famous. And she's like, I've seen you. I said, well, I'm in here all the time. I'm not. But I'm like, I'm in here all the time. She's like, maybe that's what it is. You're in here all the time. So that happens. And he says, yo, who are you? Mm. And I said, what do you mean? He's like, all day, people have been, like, treating you differently. Who are you? And I said, oh, they, um, I have a podcast that um, people, you know, probably watch mm -hmm. or whatever. And he's like. Show me your podcast. So now we're on Instagram and YouTube. And, and you don't stuff. want to go down that road. I don't really want to go down. Explain the road. why. Um, I don't want to go down the road because um, one, he's an entrepreneur, and sometimes you don't know if people just want to get on the podcast. Like they become so interested in who you are. They just want to get on the podcast. I'm not getting those vibes from him though at this time. So now I show him the podcast. I show him the podcast and from the podcast, he clicks on my profile. He ends up on Instagram and the whole date turned into exactly what I thought. He's scrolling and scrolling and he's engulfed in my content on social media he sees that I have a good amount of followers and he's like, yo, and you know, that's all he wants to talk about at that point. So I say, let's talk about something else. Let's talk about yeah. you and blah, 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 blah. That happens. The next day I talk to him on the phone and he's like, yo, you're really dope. I have literally been here all day going through your content on social mm. media. Which isn't a bad thing just yet. It's not a bad thing just yet, um, but all of the conversation from that point turned into, you're so smart, you're so this. And then his content, his conversation turned into, well, what do you see in little old me? Oh, my God. Every mm. piece of interest that I had at that point just went down the drain. He's like, you're so smart, you're so well-spoken, you're so this and that. Like, what you doing with a regular guy like me? 
Mm. And you know that regular guy that, thing triggers me. All, it yeah. triggers me so bad. And I was like, hey, because that was like his second or third time saying it at this point. I was like, hey, if we're we're just getting to know each other and you don't know this about me, I don't really like to put out deal breakers like day one. Mm. But can we not with the regular guy thing? Because I just don't believe in. I, I'm not attracted to anybody who considers themselves regular. I don't consider there's something extraordinary about everybody. Right. Mm. And he's like, but I am just a regular old guy. And he does. He works in <laughs> he ignored the whole the whole like deal breaker. He said, but I am. But I am just a regular guy. <laughs> he's fighting to break this deal. And so then he starts pouring out. He is an entrepreneur. He's an investor, but he also has a corporate job. And when I took this man is fine you hear i was like <laughs> yes god yes Ooh. um but he also has a regular job and then when we talked about his regular job he presented it as a disappointment it was like yeah so you know i i work a little nine to five and blah 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 blah, blah. and i'm like cool tell me about it and he's talking and talking and then he'll say but you don't want to hear about that like i'm sure that's like beneath you mm. And so this wasn't a situation where, you know, where you got to, he didn't, it, it wasn't that he knew who I was and then he tried to use me to get on the podcast. It was when he found out, um, I guess, my intelligence and what I know about business and where he's trying to be in business. It felt like it intimidated him because he started downplaying everything that he had going on. And I'm like, yep, well. Another one bites, Another the, one dust. bites the dust on mm -hmm. that. So I don't, I don't like to talk about it. Um, what I have realized is I would just rather you hook me up with somebody. Yeah. Bro, I, yeah, I, I never even, and I, I heard about like people being intimidated and I don't think I've ever been intimidated by a woman only because I don't think I've ever dated. Uh, I don't want to say I, well, I, I dated my wife that I was dating up for sure. But in terms of like a higher financial status or something like that, I don't have that experience of being intimidated. Mm -hmm. But based on the story that you're telling me, it started really painting a picture of how incredibly difficult it would be for someone of high status to be a part. I feel like Lauren London. Who are you gonna? Who's you gonna date? Who are you gonna date? Like it cuts out most of the people. One, I'm not gonna be attracted to you, and the people that I am attracted to. They'll be attracted, but they'll be intimidated. You don't want no squirmish man. So you have to find somebody that's not trying to live up to the status of Nipsey. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, so how do you, like, that's that's a challenge. How do I you, never even thought about it like that. Yeah. Well, and when people used to say, oh, men are intimidated by you, or when women would communicate, women, men are intimidated by me, I always thought that was a cop-out. Mm -hmm. Like, I always thought the intimidation thing was legit a cop-out, and you just don't want to either grow or do the work, you know, required to have a woman or a man, you know, like this. And I still don't. I still don't like to admit that a man could be intimidated by me because it just seems so weak to me. I think everybody has something to bring to the table. Um, and in this particular case, it was so disappointing because, yo, your boy was fine. <laughs> I mean, he fine. And I still honestly don't think he was being 100% truthful 
about everything that he had going on. Just like the presentation of him was like, mm, you got more motion going on than, mm -hmm. than what you're alluding to, but you're making it all about me right now. However, him doing that and like downplaying himself just completely turned me off. Goodness gracious. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that, Donnie. Yeah. I mean, the woes of success or, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, having something that other people will want to have. Mm -hmm. Like, challenges come with every single thing, and I don't think people realize it. So, listen, you do not want to trade shoes with anybody. At least you know the stuff that you got to deal with. Uh, but, yeah, people don't want what they People they don't, you want. don't know. And then you deal with the guys who, um, what I do get a lot of are guys who's like, yo, I genuinely rock with you. Like, I'm not even trying to be on your podcast or anything. I just like you. Red flag right there. Oh, stop <laughs> saying it, please. I'm not even trying to be on the podcast. I ain't even trying to be it's on your podcast. Flag. I'm. I just really like you. And I hear that so much. And it's just like, okay, so are you trying to be on the podcast? Or are you not trying to be on the podcast? Do you mean it? Like, are you saying that in an endearing way? Or are you saying that in a planting a seed? Way? I don't know. Definitely um, seed planting. You think so? Yeah, that's like saying, I mean, I'm not, I'm not even trying to have sex with you or nothing. I'm just. I'm just getting you drunk. I'm just, we're just drinking wine. <laughs> I'm not, I don't want anything from you. Of course not. What are the things oh that, what's something that you deal with being the David Shans now that you have to be concerned about where it relates to other people? Um, I really, I'm in a season right now where I want to go harder because since I had, you know, the, the last two children. I've I've really been like awesome. Let me get home, and I just want to be with my babies and stuff like that. I'm now in a season where I'm like, yo, I do want to every now and again pull some all nighters. Mm -hmm. But my wife dealing with those children is a lot on her, mm -hmm. and I feel the guilt of going after what I need to go after mm -hmm. because I want to go home. One, I love being with my kids, but two, I want to help my wife with it. Mm -hmm. Right. So, and if that goes on too often. Um, you can tell when she gets kind of hairy with it, like, all right, all right now. <laughs> <laughs> Come Cause, home. Cause, and, and we have, you know, we have enough, I would imagine, in our life. But uh, that is definitely a challenge. But I think I'm in a in a mode where I really want to go get, I want to go get it. Mm -hmm. and, I'm, and I feel the energy of wanting to go get it right now. Mm -hmm. So I want to capitalize on that. But then there's guilt. Or am I going to be grinding? But I got these kids, and every time I come home, they're, they're learning new words. I'm not a part of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That feels bad. I'm only with them from, like, 5 to 11 when they go to sleep, and sometimes 12. I get home 5, 6 o'clock, 11. I'm with them five hours, and that's it. And the rest of the day, daddy's out working. Mm -hmm. That's a real challenge for me. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's, there's there's, a, there's a, a fight. And I have enough. Mm -hmm. So... Am I am I wrong for going to get more than enough no. at the risk of time spent with my family? So it's a lot, man, and making sure everybody on the team is taken care of. And, you know, even if we have a month that's not amazing, we are still like rocking. We're still growing and you don't see me sweat. Mm hmm. But I be sweating. But I be sweating. <laughs> be a little moist in the pits. Uh, people think you become successful and you just are successful huge companies go bankrupt mm -hmm. multi-billion dollar companies go out of business yep 
So you think like my multi-million dollar company is not at risk? I understand that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't, I don't got a front for nobody. We do well. Yeah. But every day it's like, yo, things can happen. A series of things can happen in a business and it can, it can pierce a vein mm-hmm. in your business. Mm-hmm. And you, you got to be man enough or woman enough to go get it. So I, and those are some of the anxieties. You build something and the anxiety of not wanting to lose it. Yeah. I don't want to lose this thing. It's not, you don't become successful and just coast. It don't work like that. Or you will lose, you will lose it. Not at all. Or seeing the stories of the other people that are going out of business. Right. And reminding, being reminded in that moment, like, oh, wait you really can still lose this. Like we were looking at a company earlier today and they were doing like what, $25 billion or something like that Mm -hmm. a year, a year, but still operating in debt at about $3 billion, finishing the year out at about $3 billion a year in debt. And you look at these companies from the outside looking in, you look at it from the consumer, you look at it from the audience and you say, this company makes $25 billion a year. Everything has to be perfect. The CEO is living a life when the truth is there are things that are happening in the background that you know absolutely nothing about. And it is absolutely causing stress on everybody involved in that equation. Mm -hmm. When you have months that, aren't doing as well as other like let's think back to your lowest revenue generating month in the last 12 months Mm -hmm. when that month happened what's your mindset it's only a season and i mean seasons are hot and cold it's up and down it's just a season Mm -hmm. but it took me a while to come up with that response (laughs) it took me a decade to realize oh well this won't last long Mm -hmm. because those down seasons used to last longer than they should have Mm -hmm. not because the the season is lasting for a while but because i'm stuck in it and i'm running scared Mm -hmm. and my first thought is to scale back because it's not working Mm. so my thought process is this is a season that won't last long and we're going to work through it. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I think the same. Um, I don't panic these Mm. days when a month doesn't necessarily hit a target. Mm -hmm. I don't really panic. Like if we're far away from the goal, I don't panic, but also because I study my numbers So I know where my peak months are and where my months of decline might be. So I know that if I have a bad month this month, I know I'm going to make up for it, you know, in March, April, June, November, December. Those are like peak months for me. Um, So I then just start rearranging the numbers. You know, I'm very like structured and I have like the numbers laid out month by month by month. This is what I project to make based on the last three years of performance. That's how I run the business. And if something shifts where I'm not going to do that this month, then I have to figure out how and where I can make up from it for it in the months to come. For sure. I was, I was reading this article. Um, it's titled, WeWork Seeks Bankruptcy Protection and Stunning Fall for a Company Once Valued Close to $50 Billion. Say that one more time. WeWork mm-hmm. Seeks Bankruptcy Protection and stunning fall from a company once valued close to $50 billion. WeWork was valued at $50 billion in their talks of bankruptcy. That's insane. Like you, some people's mind can't really fathom 
that once they become successful, that's when the real stress comes in. Mm -hmm. You're working your whole life to hit a particular goal and become successful, be this multimillionaire. But you'll realize that the climb getting there, you're like, this is the hardest thing in my life. And once I get there, whew, I can breathe. This is hard. But once you get to that level, you realize that getting to the level was the easy part. Mm. Now, the hard part is sustaining it because people have these expectations of you and you've you got some people on payroll. You got to make sure they're paid, things of that nature. So the, the hard part is the easy part after it's over. You look back and say, oh, building, it was just a couple of sales and grinding and hustling, things of that nature. Then you get there and you're like, oh, well, hustle can't keep me here. Mm-hmm. Now I need strategy. Mm-hmm. I need relationships. I need the right accountant that knows what they're doing. Then you run through four of them that have no idea what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's the, 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 it takes a while to stay there. And then you realize, okay, I have a plat, I have a plateau, which isn't a bad thing. It's a good thing. My business is solid right now. And you realize now the real fight begins because how do we scale it? How do we scale what it? What the heck? Like, okay, I just got, we're solid now. We're good. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, whoo, that was the easy part getting it here. Now the hard part, how do we grow it? But what do you, what, at what point, like, what is the trigger for you to say, okay, we got it. Like, I can breathe a little bit easier. Mm. What triggers you to say that? I think when you've figured out your formula that works, mm-hmm. you figure out your formula. Like, it's hard baking a cake until you have your, you know, you have your formula. Then you're not looking at the, the recipe anymore. I know for sure I can make this cake with my eyes closed. No problem. The problem comes in where that no longer becomes enough. Mm. You can stay, yo, right now, if we did what we're doing right now, we could do this forever. Forever. But we are plagued with uh, accomplishing excellence this so, mindset. What is bruh, it's this mindset? We take yo. You know what we did? We hmm. took four hundred thousand dollars and took it, <laughs> put it into a business, <laughs> a building, a building, which we need another million dollars to build out. For sure. Why would anyone in their right mind Who not just keep the money in the bank, let it grow, build your business, add to it, stay doing what we're doing? Mm-hmm. We didn't need to go. We didn't need to go and do it. But it's this mindset. It's this mindset (laughs) of abundance and always creating new goals. And it's also the challenge that we give to ourselves to do something better. Like we can keep going. I think you and I look at what we've done collectively and individually. And we say what we've done is great. Mm -hmm. Grateful for it. But it's still not the thing yet. Mm -hmm. It's still not But why is it? Isn't this the thing? This Why is isn't good, this the thing? This is a good thing. We got a good thing going on. Goodness gracious, but and we it's are gonna, still not the yeah, thing. And we're gonna risk it all. We're, we're gonna, gonna put risk all our money into something else. We're gonna <laughs> risk it all. First of all, for clarity, we've got this building that right now is really just sitting. Yeah, for sure. Because for sure. we need more money. Yep. We need more money, and and that's gonna. Ha- and we have. Before we bought the building, we knew that we would need more money. Mm-hmm. Before we bought the building, we knew that we would seek investors Lots. and do strategic things, creative things to get the money. And we went ahead and moved forward with it anyway. But it's also the way I believe we've both built 
our businesses individually and collectively. It's like you do it and then you figure it out later. Um, and that's not a that's not a method that I would recommend to everybody. Yeah, it's nah. just we gonna figure it out. Yeah, like, yeah. I look at some people who have, like you know, they've been at a job, let's say forty years, and I'm like, it's interesting, man. It's amazing. Like you are, you've you've been content with what you got. You come home, hang out with your family, go to sleep, wake up, go to work. You the routine is cool. You don't have this thing of I gotta like go build something and I'm not saying listen I and I'm not saying this out of sarcasm or uh, anything like that contentment is a gift do not let these gurus fool you into thinking that you always have to be striving for more everybody's not built like that Content, being able to be content is a gift because I'm telling you, there are people who make millions and they got to make millions more or they're not satisfied. Then they got to go make billions and they make billions and they got to be the first trillionaire. And it just never, you never stop chasing and you never become grateful. That's why I like them. I love them little posts you put. You'll put a random post mm -hmm. of a rainy day and put grateful in a random picture of your pocket. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 like, what is Adi doing? I like it. No, it's so I have, I am zeroed in on expressing gratitude for the small things mm -hmm. or for the other, for things that other people will complain about. Mm -hmm. So somebody will wake up and they see a rainy day. I'm grateful for it. Yeah. So I'm going to take a picture of the rainy day and I'm grateful. Um, sometimes I wake up and it's the pillows on my bed <laughs> or the drawstring on your hoodie or the drawstring grateful. on my, like I'm grateful <laughs> and it's just a reminder. And so what it really is, it has nothing to do with the drawstring on this hoodie. It's a, like you got it. And there yeah. are other people who are getting it. And I see people now yeah. across my stories that are doing it now too. Yeah. It's like, Anybody can be grateful for the Lamborghini mm -hmm. and the mansion and the high rise and all this stuff, but be grateful for the shoes on your feet. Be mm -hmm. grateful for the pillows. Be grateful for the smile. It's just a reminder to walk around and be grateful. And I also do like little areas of my home because like I prayed for the home environment that I have now. I've been praying for that home environment that I have now for the last two years, yeah. like really, really wanting it. And now that it's all coming together, I want to, I want to show gratitude for it as much as I show desire for it. Mm. So, mm -hmm. so I'll, I'll take a picture of the bookshelf that is, that that's designed the exact way I want it designed. I'll take a picture of that little table box that's on the top of my coffee table and just show gratitude because it's so easy to be grateful for the big things. Mm -hmm. Don't forget the small things. And it's the small things that make me the happiest. Ooh. It really is. Bar. It's the small things that make me the happiest. Yeah. And that is, that's also one of the things that I struggle with being um, who I am, just being a woman who is, I'm not talking about the podcast personality. I'm talking about being a woman who likes luxury, who is extremely ambitious, smart. People always assume that I need the most. Mm -hmm. And to me, the most is a combination of a whole bunch of small efforts over time. Yeah, I do need the most. Sure. I need... A, I need a culmination of a bunch of small efforts over time. Yeah. If you buy me, you know, I don't know, you buy me a Rolex watch. Mm -hmm. Rolex watch costs $25,000, right? 
You buy me that watch. I'm extremely grateful for it. I enjoy Rolex watches. But then you never express any interest physically, you know, in anything else for the next year or two. I am not going to be happy with that. Yeah. But if you come in and you've got flowers this week and you brought my favorite candy bar next week and I said something to you on the phone and I said that I, I'm, I'm having a hard time figuring out how to what to cook for dinner and you come in with soup like over a year's period of time, you might not ever have even spent that twenty five thousand dollars. Mm -hmm. But it's all those small efforts that mean something to me now. I like the Rolex. Bring the watch, though. Bring the bring the watch. You know what I mean. I like the, I like the ro. I do like a good Rolex. Um, but but in all seriousness, like a lot of people, kind of will stay away, yeah. women and men, because they expect that you have to be catered to in such a, a crazy way. I think that's what I love most about my friendship with Milan. Like if you look at Milan um, of Milano de Rouge. If you look at her from the exterior, she looks like this super high maintenance. You got to have a lot to be in her presence. And, you know, it's going to cost you a lot to be. And she's nothing like that. Like we literally she'll come over and we walk around my house barefoot eating ramen noodles. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what she be wanting. <laughs> I want some ramen noodle. She like We literally will sit there eating ramen noodles, talking about vision boards. That's our fun. Like, we're not out just spending a whole lot of money, talking about a whole lot of superficial things. We don't talk about other people in a negative way. And it's such a refreshing relationship because all we talk about is what we want. And all we talk about is being who we are in the most simplified version. I can take all the makeup off. She can take all the makeup off. We can have on sweats and flip flops and it's fine. We can be on flights and first class and it's fine. But it's just like what I think we enjoy. People are the Internet goes crazy anytime we post a picture because they love our friendship. And I think what people are seeing there is two women who are powerful in their own right, just enjoying each other at simplest form. Mm, I, I, you are the best type of rich person. <laughs> because you, I mean, it's it, it really is a delicate art of ambitiously going after stuff, but still being grateful for what you have. Mm -hmm. And it sounds simple in a sentence, but it takes real development to be that. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you still want more, mm -hmm. right? But not so much that it's going to cost you your piece. Yeah. And I would imagine even dating, especially if they're like too successful, they leave with the big stuff and forget the small stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or it may be challenging to date someone who is not as ambitious because yeah, even though they do all the small stuff, you need somebody with a little bit of vision. I need mm -hmm. you to like at least aspire to the big stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you can have them both, you become, I think the perfect person as an entrepreneur. Yep. Yep. And I don't, I don't even look at, um, I don't have a type when it comes to how much money somebody has to make. That's, that's just never been my type. Mm -hmm. um, that's never been. So for me, it's more about the mindset. So it, it's, it's more about the mindset. Like, I really like this guy. Um, you know, I've, I've really liked this guy that was that that worked, you know, in corporate America. Um, he I'm not even going to put. No, I'm not doing that. Okay, so <laughs> I like a variety of different types of guys. But when you look at the types of guys that I've dated, 
recently that I've gone on a date with. Um, one was a gym owner. One was uh, did operations for one of those big delivery companies like a FedEx, but not mm-hmm. FedEx. It starts with a D, DHL. Mm-hmm. Uh, does operations for a company like that. Um, one guy is a school teacher. Mm-hmm. There are, and then one guy is uh, was a is a real estate investor, mm-hmm. multimillionaire real estate investor. Enjoyed him least, <laughs> right? Enjoyed him least because um, I think he might have led too much with money for me, mm. right? Enjoyed the school teacher most because of the way that he treat treated me. Like there's just a way that I desire to feel in somebody's presence. The person who was the multimillionaire um real estate investor he lacked an integrity um didn't do what he said he was gonna do late the little stuff the little stuff and it's like yo i'm not just because you got what you got and you are who you are like if you tell me we're going on a date on friday at this time don't call me at friday an hour in advance and say oh what you doing tonight sir lose my number immediately (laughs) and and those are the things that happened whereas the the person who's a school teacher is very meticulous, pays close attention to the details, play, pays close attention to the details of who I am. Mm. So, you know, somebody who will literally just break out into prayer over you on the phone. Like, okay, that's that was interesting. <laughs> um, you know, the the type of uh nice things like my birthday recently passed and the gift like was so about who I was, something that I had never received wow. before. And it probably cost $20 to make it happen. Wow. But it was such a thoughtful gift because it was something that says, you know me. What about that Stanley cup we got you? Is that? <laughs> I loved my Stanley cup. <laughs> I do. I love okay. my Stanley On cup. On the teacher, but. What do you mean, but? Is there a but? Well, no, what I'm saying is, um, I don't require, it's just, you know, one of the, it it was uh, related to the struggles of being the type of woman that you are, the type of person that you are and people assuming that she must have this, that, and the other people who have these narratives about me, they've put those thoughts in their own heads. Never been anything I said. Is it insecurity? Um, I think it's projection. It's insecurity and it's projection. I think that people often project their fears onto other people. Like, I bet she only want guys with money. Mm. Yeah, she only want guys with money. Mm-hmm. So the teacher type, even though they do all that stuff, eventually it comes down to being intimidated. Oh, no, no, no. The teacher's not intimidated at all. Okay. Um, none that, of those. Is that, is that a catch? Is he? Huh? Okay. It just shows so I don't push you too much. Yeah, no, um, we're friends, okay. you know, and there are other reasons why that likely won't manifest into a, a relationship, but it's not, um, it has nothing to do and it's mutual. Mutually, we've decided that this probably won't go any further. Mm. Yeah. Have anything to do with kids? Hey, hey, CEO Donnie Wiggins here, and I am so excited to announce 
my new mentorship group is dropping. You may have already heard about it, but I wanted to, I wanted you to hear it from the horse's mouth directly from me. My new mentorship group, Actionable CEO, for entrepreneurs who are interested in professional growth, personal growth, and financial growth. You want to learn from me. Y'all have been asking for this for the last three years, and I have finally brought Actionable CEO back to serve you every single week, direct mentorship from me. You will also hear from other people who are in my community that I believe will be greatly impactful to you. You're going to get behind the scenes. We're going to be spending some time together live. This is not pre-recorded. This is live mentorship. So if you are an entrepreneur and you want to be connected, feel connected, you want to elevate your brand, you want to elevate your life, you want to elevate your level of success, Actionable CEO is for you. ActionableCEO.com. See you there. Um, no, not really. I mean, no, not really. Sometimes you want one or they don't, you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. Well, and you know, honestly, not necessarily with him, but where I am in my life, um, I would prefer to date somebody that has kids already or doesn't want them at all. Yeah. So I'm not opposed to kids myself, but I don't want to I don't want to end up in a situation with somebody who has to have children gotcha. and based on the timeline, whatever timeline we operate, like I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody where it's all fun right now. And I say, yeah, I'm open to have kids, but then it takes us two years to even get on that track and then I'm, I'm not open anymore. And now right. it's resentment or a breakup or I've crushed your dreams. I don't want that. So I would prefer to date someone who already has children or genuinely doesn't want any. Remember the guy you thought was attractive and he was successful and a good personality, but then you found out like he was an atheist? <laughs> I don't remember that. You remember that? Mm-hmm. You know, it was. It had to be, it was a while. You don't remember it. Remember he was like, yeah, he's like, oh, Did you meet him? A guy like that. No, I never, I never met him. I mean, I do remember, um, I've, he's not the only one. I rem- I can think of a, when you say atheist, I can think of a couple people. Yo, right. I ain't never met so many atheists in my life, all right? Um, <laughs> there's always a little something, man. There's it's always a, yeah. something. So there's always a thing. Yeah, I don't remember who you're talking about, but it's always something like that. Like, um, there was a guy who I went out with a couple of times, and um, his kids lived in another state. And he talked about his kids just fine to me. But one day he took a phone call. Um, He took a phone call from his mom who was saying, hey, you need to call your kids. And he had on he had on speaker in the car and she's like, hey, you need to call your kids. And he's like, why is everything okay?" She's like, yeah, but I just got off the phone with X, Y and Z, his daughter, his kid's mom. And she was just saying you hadn't talked to the kids in a couple of weeks. Mm. And he was like. I mean, a couple of weeks. Y'all act like it's been years. You act like it's Red been months. Flag. Immediately drop me off at home. Immediately. Like, of course, I proceeded with the date, but I had to explain to him, like, that's low integrity to me. I, I can't. Being the kind of mother that I am to my daughter and what I value in men who are fathers, I could never date a man who would reply and say, y'all act like it's been a month or a year since I've talked to my kids. You haven't talked to your kids in weeks? That's crazy. No. I, c- I couldn't imagine. Couldn't imagine me bringing a dude around who was a deadbeat dad. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm hating on him. Yeah. I'm like, daddy, that ain't it. I'm hating on him. We're, we're all hating on him. 
So there are different things that um, everybody that you meet, like there are great catches out there. There's a lot of great people out here for sure. And a lot of great people who are great for other people. It's just in all these people in the world, not everybody will be great for you. Or sometimes it's the timing or sometimes you got to get out of your head. Like sometimes there's an age gap that you, you know, have to think about. I get hit on by a lot of younger guys. Mm. Mm-hmm. A lot. I mean, and the majority of my exes were younger guys, um, with the exception of one that I can think about, maybe two. Um, and when I say, I mean, I've dated a lot of guys. Like, And when I say dated, I mean gone on a date with, right? I've dated a lot of guys. And the majority of guys that try to date me are younger. Hmm. I mean, I, obviously I can see that, though, because you don't, you don't look your age at all. You know what I mean? You yeah. Don't look your age, you don't, and I, don't, I don't even know what look or act your age means, but no one thinks that you're the age that you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like trying to figure out, well, how much younger would I date? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at these other relationships where there's an age dynamic, an, mm-hmm. age, an age difference dynamic. And it's never actually even been a thought for me until now. Now that we're at that point where it's like I could have kids or I could not have kids. Yeah. Now it's like uh, it matters with age before it didn't because, you know, as long for a long time, I still for sure knew that I still wanted to have kids. For sure. Mm -hmm. Well, this is what we were going to talk about today. This is at all. um, (laughs) Not Not even close. But I think it's a refreshing, transparent perspective of somehow it always ends up on me and my dating life. You're good, David. How? You're really, really good. Is this... No, we don't always talk about that. We always end up talking about me and my dating life. And now there's going to be at least five guys who see whatever salacious clips Reese chooses to pull. And they're going to be like, oh, she's talking about me. And now I'm going to have like five guys. Now I'm about to have five different guys throwing shots at me in their stories. And one guy who's like, oh, she really appreciated (laughs) me. (laughs) Well, the good news is this wasn't about Donnie's dating life. It was about um, who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, identifying what you desire and want out of life. Mm-hmm. Um, your perception of things and people aren't always, you know what I, I got from this conversation is that your perception creates a reality that isn't necessarily true mm-hmm. in all things. Mm-hmm. You think something about someone or you think something about a situation and it's not like that at all. But you can't break out of your mind what you already think about this, whether it's, you know, entrepreneurship or how am I going to get to a point where I make $100,000 in a month and it just doesn't work like that. Or um, all rich people, and there, there are people that think like this, all rich people had to sell their soul for it. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be that ambitious. And, you know, there's, there's so many narratives that we create in our head and we blow the deal. We based on what we think so the guys Mm -hmm. that you talk to some of them they had a good shot Mm -hmm. but they blew the deal based on what they what information they found out Mm -hmm. and how their mind perceived it and now you act differently Mm -hmm. and you blow the deal you blow the deal you almost got you one bro almost got you one you know what i got from this um 
all of what you said, but also in just thinking about it, like you have the right to change your mind. Mm -hmm. You have the right to change your mind. Like when we're talking about my personal life, somebody would say, oh, well, Donnie, you said you wanted more kids. Yeah, I do. But the age is, is important to me because I might change my mind. Right, right. Um, you said something about being in a season last year where you really, you were really committed to going home by five o'clock and yeah. chilling out. But now you're in this season where things are revving up on the inside of you. And you're like, I kind of want to go hard yeah. again. Last year, I wasn't going hard at all. It was a choice. Like I mm -hmm. knew going into last year that this was going to be a year of just kind of like peace and me just riding the wave that was already there. Like we're just going to coast this thing yeah. back to the shore and survive. Right. This year, I got that dog energy back Let's in go. me. Like I'm ready to go. I got 2018, not even 2020, right? Because that came from a place of fear for me mm -hmm. when I when I did what I did in 2020. I'm talking about 2019, that 2014 to 2019 era for me. I'm back there, Ooh, let's where go. I just I want to get it. And depending on when you're asked, things could change, yeah. and you have a right to change your mind. For sure, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What a transparent conversation. What a transparent conversation. Thank you. Y'all, David wasn't even supposed to be a part of this conversation today. I had a lesson actually planned. I was walking by. She said, hey. Come in here. <laughs> <laughs> Come in here. What do you have going on? What can we expect to see from you um, in this year? Uh, Podcast Summit 2024. Mm -hmm. Podcast Summit is going to be amazing um, and just networking at a higher level. Because there should be some corporate companies that I'm having conversations with and I'm not. And I got to break out of this, yo, we just grind, we just do it ourselves mm -hmm. mentality. So um, it yeah, just, just gets done. Yeah. It just gets done. Like you submit these proposals mm -hmm. and these press kits and somebody has to review it and pass it on to the actual decision maker. And then the decision maker is traveling and they're doing this and they're so busy. And then you look up and it's a month later and you're still waiting on a response, yeah. like any response. Just say yes, say no. Right. <laughs> By that time, it's already done. What I found out, though, is... The amount of steps in between you and the goal depend uh, determine how good that end result is. Meaning, like, there's not a lot of steps in getting a job as a cashier. You supply, mm. you get the job, they train you, and now you're a cashier, you get your paycheck. Mm -hmm. But let's say you're flipping a house in real estate. There's a lot of steps between the idea, find the, find the person to sell it, find another person to fix it up, finding people to buy it. You got to get the contracts in there. Bang. You get a, you get a bunch of money. Mm -hmm. Government contracting. You see the contract. You got to apply, wait, get the contract. There's, all that. There's steps in between the idea and the actual execution of the thing. That's why you make so much money in government contracting. Mm -hmm. But the, the steps keep out people who are not willing to do the work mm. so if there's something where there's a lot of steps in between all you have to do is just keep walking through the steps because there's not a lot of people that's going to keep doing that and that's what separates that's what separates. the person that uh start and stop and start and stop or have little success versus the people that do it real big because they have the patience mm. they have the strength the endurance to go through all these steps, file all this paperwork, submit the trademark, like the patents, 
coming up with iterations. I want this invention. Send it over. They do it. It's wrong. Come back. Tweak it. Like, get into the marketplace. They find out it's wrong. Come back. Take the stuff off the website. Rebrand. All of the steps mm -hmm. determine your success. So if you're looking for something with no steps, that's why it's building a T-shirt brand. You find a wholesaler, find somebody to print it. You have the item. You can sell it to somebody. Yep. You can get mild success, but it's because there's not many steps in yeah. between. So, the bigger in. the payoff, the tougher the process. Absolutely. That's it right there. Yep. Well, you guys, you've heard it first here. All of my personal life stuff and who I am as an entrepreneur, what Dave is dealing with in his business, what his heart is telling him that he wants to do, but what he's physically doing because of obligations that he's cre he has created in his life. Mm -hmm. Today has been a really good episode of really Full Transparency. Good. And thank you so much for joining today. It's That's different right. sitting. I'm still sitting on the same side of you. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, whatever. I was going to say it's different. <laughs> it's different sitting on the couch uh, straight up. Yeah, for sure. Instead of sunken for in. Sure, for sure. In the social proof chairs. But anyway, you guys, it's been another amazing episode of Full Transparency. Don't forget that if you need mentorship, if you're an entrepreneur who is seeking professional, personal, and financial development, hit me up, find me, www.actionableceo.com. It's just $97 a month to get this level of mentorship with me up close and personal, actionableceo.com. And my guest also has a super dope mentorship community as well, themorningmeetup.com. He meets with entrepreneurs Monday through Friday to discuss some of the same conversations, themorningmeetup.com. We will see you guys next week. Peace.